This is a weekend edition of Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. This is the show where we read you a real estate article every day, 365 days a year. Because you can't read the Bigger Pockets blog when you're brushing your teeth or doing the books. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with the tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Home prices continue to rise. And Detroit just beat Miami for the first time. What? By Anna K. Cottrell. Let's take a look. The U.S. real estate market appears indestructible, with home prices nationwide continuing to increase. The latest report from analytics company CoreLogic shows impressive growth of 5.2% year-over-year in November 2023. It's not an anomaly either. Home prices grew 4.7% year-over-year in October 2023. CoreLogic's projection is a steady home price growth throughout 2024, forecasting a 2.5% year-over-year increase in November 2024 compared to November 2023. We know that the biggest issue facing the real estate market right now is, of course, affordability. And it's actually decreasing. According to Redfin, it hit rock bottom in 2023 with just 16% of all homes for sale in the U.S. affordable for the typical buyer. 16%. So, why, despite this seemingly dire situation, are prices still going up? Let's take a look at this. So, there is a tightly knit interdependence of several factors at play. The first is the by now infamous spike in mortgage rates that has squeezed buyers' budgets and made housing that was just about affordable completely unaffordable for like a whole lot of people. Even though mortgage rates began coming down in late 2023 from their peak of over 8% to just under 7% as of November, this just isn't enough to make homeownership affordable in areas that were already mostly unaffordable for the majority of their residents. 
So Dr. Selma Hepp, chief economist for CoreLogic, explained as part of the report that the result is that, quote, In some metro areas, such as those in the Mountain West and the Northwest, higher interest rates are having a slightly greater impact on homebuyers' budgets, which is contributing to a larger seasonal slump, end quote. The report shows that Idaho, minus 1.3%, Utah, minus 0.4%, and Washington, D.C., negative 0.2%, all experienced annual home price decreases. On the other hand, areas that can still offer buyers relative affordability while offering a reduced inventory recorded large home price gains. So these were in the double digits in the northeast markets of Rhode Island, over 11%, Connecticut, 10%, 10%, and New Jersey also 10.5%. Markets where the prolonged inventory shortage has been exacerbated by the lack of new homes for sale recorded notable price gains over the course of 2023. That's what Hep said, direct quote from her. So basically, people in these areas can afford a home there because even with rising interest rates, local wages are at least high enough to cover those mortgages. As demand for these semi-affordable areas grows, Home prices are going up as well. Let's take a look at Detroit, shall we? It's just a different story in some cities. Some metro areas showed surprising home price surges, inconsistent with the overall pace of growth in their surrounding areas. Detroit emerged as the surprise leader, recording the highest year-over-year home price growth among the metro areas examined in the report and beating Miami for the first time in 16 months. As Hep explained to CNBC, Detroit, which saw appreciation of 8.7% as of November 2023, was playing catch-up, so to speak, after lagging behind in home price growth during the pandemic. But there's more to it than that. Detroit is a metro area that's become increasingly popular as an affordable destination for higher-tier housing. Having overcome its reputation as a city in decline, remember those days, It's become a city where people with a higher budget go because their money will go a little bit further. Detroit has attractive housing stock in its historic neighborhoods that is expensive for the area, but well-priced for what's available nationwide. And technically, Detroit is one of the overvalued metro markets surveyed in the report. So this means that home prices in Detroit are high in comparison with local wages. It's not unique in that regard either. About 82% of the 397 metro areas examined in the report are also overvalued. And here's a quote from Hep. It really depends on who is buying in the area, and we've seen more higher-income folks buying in those areas. Apart from Detroit, other major cities that saw home price jumps were Miami, 8.3%, San Diego, as if it needs to be more expensive, and Chicago, at over 6%. Real estate investors investing in cities like Detroit really need to be picky about the properties they choose. The higher-income folks identified by CoreLogic want better-than-average properties, and they, of course, want value for their money. So, while that issue of affordability hasn't gone away at all, it just has that slightly different angle to it in a large metro. So, if you're an urban investor, look for homes that aren't just cheap. Instead, focus on homes with the potential to really stand out after a renovation. On the other hand, if you're investing outside a major city, the value for money factor really trumps everything else. So focus on offering buyers the best possible price first.
Florida may be heading for a slump. <gasps> and if you're wondering what housing markets to avoid, the CoreLogic report makes some fairly alarming forecasts about not one, but four Florida markets. They are Palm Bay, Melbourne, Titusville, West Palm Beach, Boca Raton, Delray Beach, Tampa, St. Petersburg, Clearwater, and Deltona, Daytona Beach, or Ormond Beach. All of these markets have a very high probability, over 70%, of a home price decline during the next 12 months. So just take a quick look at the local data in these areas, and then comparing them makes it easy to see why they may be headed for home price declines. Let's just zoom in on Palm Bay. It has a median home price of $345,000, an average salary of $49,000, and an unemployment rate of 3.2%. On the other hand, Miami, which is experiencing a housing boom, has a median home price of $699K, an average salary of just over $60,000, and an unemployment rate of just 1.3%, which is decreasing steadily since June 2023. Miami is one of the overvalued markets, as identified by the CoreLogic report. Its homes, on average, are worth more than the local population can actually afford. And yet, it's easy to see how the technically more affordable area like Palm Bay is actually less attractive to buyers who may have more trouble finding employment in the area. Miami's sucking up both wealthier buyers who want a nice home in the warm city and in-state movers who want more and better-paying employment opportunities. Real estate investors in Florida should take note of these trends, too. It doesn't necessarily mean that you should only buy in Miami, though. But buying in at-risk areas will require kind of a different approach, one that prioritizes local buyers' capabilities. There you have it. You can find a link to that article in the show description. Sometimes the discussions in the comments section are just as insightful as the article itself. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and don't worry. We've got more shows in the pipeline to get you in the right state of mind going into this next week.